BTC is pumping and it has had a great 24 hours. Many people were surprised that after a series of bearish or crabbish days, we suddenly saw this huge jump yesterday. Specifically, if you open up a BTC chart, you'll see that we saw a big green candle at exactly 4.30pm GST. I'm going to tell you exactly why Bitcoin and the crypto markets are pumping today. I'm going to tell you what that event was that caused that big spike. And perhaps more importantly, I'm also going to tell you whether this is sustainable, whether prices are going to continue to increase or whether they're going to head back down to 20k or below. Before we get into that part, we're going to just start by looking at the BTC and ETH charts. And we're also going to check out what's going on for altcoins. I'm then going to talk you through the top three headlines in the crypto news today that everyone should be aware of for a variety of reasons. Only after we've done all that will we look at exactly what caused this huge Bitcoin pump and whether it's going to continue going up or head straight back down again. Make sure you stick around until the end. The message at the end is very important. The 24-hour BTC chart is up about 2% on the daily, and you'll notice, as discussed, there was this big green candle at about 4.30pm GST yesterday, a slight retracement, and then a sustained uptrend back up again. Currently, we are trading around the 24.5k level. Almost an identical pattern can be seen on the Ethereum chart with that big green candle at 4.30pm GST and a more sustained uptrend since, and we are edging closer and closer to that all-important 2K resistance level for Ethereum. So, if BTC and ETH are pumping, what do we think is happening in the altcoin market? When BTC and ETH are performing well, it gives smaller cap coins, like altcoins, more room to run. Unsurprising therefore that we see that a lot of altcoins are printing green on the 24-hour, we see some names here like Audius, the music NFT platform, and of course Solana, a very popular layer one favorite. So now that we've looked at the charts, we're going to look at the top three headlines before we see exactly what happened at 4.30pm GST yesterday that has led to a pump in the crypto markets and whether that pump looks like it's going to be sustained. I always like to consider a BTC pump in the context of what that upward price momentum was fighting against. If all the news points are positive and BTC pumps, we say, okay, it's just following the trend. But what I find even more impressive is when BTC pumps, despite there being bad news in the market. And yesterday and today we have been hit with some pretty bad news. Just when it looked like Coinbase was about to get a breather, a new lawsuit alleges that the crypto exchange executives misled shareholders about its public listing. A Coinbase shareholder is seeking damages from nine company executives and board members. Obviously, this is not positive news, and it's been reflected in the fact that coin shares have fallen about 5% after the exchange said trading volume dropped substantially during the second quarter. According to a shareholder letter released on Tuesday, customer trading activity amounted to $217 billion during the quarter. Uh, seems like a very large number, but of course, consider everything on relative terms, down from $309 billion in the first quarter. That news withstanding, Bank of America said in a research report that the exchange is in a good position to take market share during this crypto winter. It maintained a buy recommendation on the stock after the company posted its second quarter results. 
However, some caution when it comes to the future of Coinbase is still diligent. JP Morgan is less optimistic in the near term, saying the crypto exchange near out term outlook is still grim. It is a green day in the crypto market, so how about we move on to some positive news. Top headline number two is of course about the Ethereum merge. After Robston and Sepolia, Goerli was the last remaining testnet scheduled to undergo the merge, officially becoming a proof-of-stake blockchain as of 1.45am UTC, August the 11th. The Goali test merge has been finalized without any major issues today, suggesting that there will be no delays to the tentative Ethereum merge date set for September 19th. Numerous key devs and figures in the Ethereum ecosystem have taken to Twitter to share their enthusiasm over the successful merge. I did a whole video on this previously, but just remember that the merge is not the final step on Ethereum's journey. In fact, it's only the first step on a five-point roadmap. We have the merge, then we have the surge, verge, purge, and presumably they were running out of rhyming words, so we also have the splurge. Remember that transitioning from proof of work to proof of stake is a major achievement, but sharding is actually what could be the real game changer for users specifically because it stands the best chance of making the greatest impact on throughput. To quote Vitalik, uh, Ethereum can go up to being 55% complete after the merge, and that means that the other stages have about 45% waiting. This doesn't mean that the merge is not an important event, it just means that it's one step on a wider journey to get Ethereum to that final goal or end vision. Last headline until we look at exactly why BTC pumped and whether that pump is going to continue heading up and up and up. Derivatives protocol DYDX confirmed on Thursday morning that it blocked user accounts that previously interacted with Tornado Cash in line with new US sanctions. In a blog post, they said that they are working with a compliance vendor that flagged certain accounts that had received funds from the Tornado Cash app. Tornado Cash is of course a privacy and transaction mixing service on Ethereum, which has been in the spotlight in recent days after the protocol was sanctioned by the US Treasury. Quoting the blog post here, many accounts were blocked because a certain portion of the wallet's funds, in many cases even immaterial, so very small amounts, were associated at some time with Tornado Cash, which was recently added to the sanctions list by the US. A lot of people are unhappy about this move, saying that it's a restriction on individual decision making, and um, overall this has not been well received. We will continue to watch the Tornado Cash story. It is still developing. I'll have updates about it when there are material developments. So we are now at the part of the video where we're going to consider exactly why BTC pumped at exactly 4.30 p.m. GST yesterday. If you are a regular viewer of these videos, you're probably screaming in your seat right now that it is because 4.30 p.m. GST is exactly when the U.S. consumer price inflation data for July was released. The core CPI was unchanged with an increase of 5.9% compared with the expected 6.1% growth. This was a relief for markets. Futures tied to the major US stock indexes rose after the report. That means the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average futures all gained. In the markets right now, everyone was concerned that inflation was out of control, pumping higher and higher and higher the whole time. The fact that the inflation report came in lower than expected was therefore good news for the markets, good news for risk takers, and that's why we've seen stocks and BTC pump. It's because inflation looks like it's under control. 
Allow me to explain to you exactly how much under control inflation now is perceived to be. If you open up CME Group, you can find a FOMC tracker. This is basically a tracker that assigns probabilities to the extent to which we're going to see interest rate hikes at the next FOMC meeting. The next meeting is scheduled for the 21st of September. At the moment, today, there is about a 37% chance of a 75 basis point hike and a 62% chance of a 50 basis point hike. So 38% chance of a bigger hike. Guys, yesterday, just yesterday when we were on this market video call, the probability of a 75 basis point hike was 68%. That is how much this CPI result has made people feel comforted that at the next FOMC meeting, the hike is going to be smaller. Big aggressive interest rate hikes are a sign that the economy is not under control. So a 50 basis point hike being more likely than 75 basis points suggests that the economy is coming under control. So now we know why BTC pumped at that exact point yesterday. It's because we had the release of a data report and that the report was well received by the crypto and stock markets. Now we have the other question that I promised you an answer to at the beginning of this call. Will this pump be sustained? The nervousness right now in the markets has reached an extent that one good data point is not enough to convince investors that everything is under control. For me to put this into some context, the target inflation rate is about 2%. So we're still way over where we should be. In other words, the CPI news is very welcome, but we are still far, far away from declaring a victory over economic distress. Inflation is still unacceptably high. So guys, what is going to be really important is that we continue to see data points come in that suggest that the economy is not growing excessively fast. On these daily market update calls, I will give you foresight with regards to when a report or data point is coming. I'll let you know what we expect the data to say, and I'll let you know what scenario is most optimal for BTC and the crypto markets. Unfortunately, we're getting to the point where technical analysis alone is not enough to sustain you in crypto markets. This is a positive. It means that the markets have matured and grown so strong that they're impacted by global events. I put these calls together every single day. I do the research, I do the hard work, I do the anticipation of data reports so that you don't have to. You just have to tune in and enjoy the update. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's market call and I will be here again to chat to you tomorrow. Bye.